0: Cheers! What's up, everybody? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Hospitality Secrets Podcast. Your host, Powers Sferlia here, and today I have another surprise guest to ask thousands and thousands of questions. I have a lot of questions about hospitality. I hope you have a lot of questions too. Uh, if you don't have the questions, don't worry. I have a lot of questions to ask the, the special guest that I'm inviting here. And uh, today's special guest that I'm having, it's uh, Stephanie Jordan. I met Stephanie a few years ago in uh, Related to work Class. She was the Global Tankeray Brand Ambassador. We met in 2015 at work Class and then she came in 2016 to judge Diageo World Class in Romania and then th- there was the place where I met her and I saw how full of life she is, how nice he's engaging people with whom she's speaking and how uh, well she's applying the principles of hospitality. So this is what I, I, I liked most about Stephanie and this is what I like to ask her about today, to ask her a lot of questions because I'm the guy with hundreds of questions I'm very curious I'm deadly curious to find out more things about hospitality so today I'm uh, I'm inviting Stephanie Jordan to to come and and share us her perspective on on hospitality her way of being what she is and to share with us what she what project uh, uh, is she working on so Stephanie welcome to hospitality secrets
1: Woo! Oh, Merci. i forgot paul your energy is insane <laughs> <laughs> what a way to start the day hello
0: <laughs> i have to match your energy i always saw your high energy because you managed to entertain people just by your presence being there so thank you very much for accepting the invitation
1: oh you're super welcome i mean i've seen the latest lineups you're having the the high rollers from the industry what a, what an incredible selection of panelists and to be perfectly frank I'm quite humbled that you asked me on the show so thank you
0: you're uh, you are welcome I'm, I'm asking to all the people from who wants to share about hospitality the the mentors from the hospitality industry people whom I admire I like to ask questions because I'm very curious
1: <laughs> where are you now curiosity curiosity yeah. killed the cat Paul be careful. <laughs> Um, but no I, I agree with you I think curiosity is is one of the greatest values of life and I like you asked many questions but I do hope today I have many answers um, and I'm very well we're in Amsterdam at the moment um not such a sunny spring but uh this is the life in in the Netherlands below sea level so <laughs> definitely the, we- the weather is not bringing me joy but other things are
0: there are other things that, bring, that can bring joy <laughs> and we, we have to look for them.
1: Absolutely.
0: I have like a, a quick question. Uh, I have to, to show, it's just a teasing before asking uh, you the question, what projects are you working on in this period? It was like a small teaser. <laughs>
1: okay. couple of projects. Obviously, um, small teaser is the number one baby at the moment, which is Avalanche. Aveline, uh is a spirits brand with a mission to be the world's most planet-positive drink, um, co-founded by myself and my brother-in-arms, another good friend of yours, Mr. Timothy Etherington Judge. Um, and we launched Avalen just two years ago. It was our birthday last week for International World B-Day. Um, and I'm looking forward to telling you a lot more about Avalen. But ultimately, this is taking up the, the majority of my time. In short, we believe that business all business, including the drinks industry, should service the planet um, and the people living on the planet. And so this is the challenge we've given ourselves to try and build a brand with that at the heart and soul of our philosophy.
0: So this is kind of hospitality at a bigger scale, at a bigger level, at a planetary scale. We have to be hospitable with the hosting planet.
1: Absolutely, we are guests on this planet, and so um I'm sure you know we won't get into the nuts and bolts of it. But we're in trouble, and we've been we've not been very good guests, let's say. And uh, and our host, Mother Nature, is about to kick us the hell out if we do not stop behaving. Yeah,
0: I like I like the the, the <laughs> comparison because we all know those guests who are jerks, who are stealing our bar tools, who are making us out of our minds. So. We are so close to get them out. So yeah, we have to behave a bit. Behave. Absolutely,
1: be. <laughs> we have to behave. No, but we do, and I think the the hospitality analogy is a very, very good one. Um, at the end of the day, it's not because you're you're paying to be um, a customer that that gives you rights um, to abuse the venue in which you're in, right? And I think if we if we use that as the comparison, I think that's that says a lot of things.
0: It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes perfect. And uh, I was impressed. Thank you very much for sending the bottle. And for the listeners, yeah. if you didn't manage to put your hand on a bottle yet i strongly encourage you to do it because just by smelling the li- liquid it's absolutely mind-blowing it's a- like apples. apples in your face yeah yeah apples in apples. Your face. and it's very mixable yeah. i for example i did myself one even though it's a bit early also in romania it's 12 o'clock, but I did like one with tonic, as it says on the label, it recommends you to drink it with cloudy apple or with tonic. I did one with tonic and I was uh, surprised how mixable it is. How did you make it so easy to mix?
1: That was really the key with the project. I mean, Avalon is a Calvados, and a Calvados um, is a French apple brandy from from Normandy. And we are not a Calvados because Tim and I thought let's invest our life savings in a dying category. Um, <laughs> no, we're we're a Calvados because Tim and I uh, asked ourselves the question of what you know what would be the world's most sustainable uh, drinks brand, and we did this kind of analogy whereby we came to realise that what you make things from. The raw material you know the 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 original ingredient which gives you booze actually is the thing that has the biggest ecological impact Mm. but our industry has been very focused on talking about packaging and bottles and recyclability and you know maybe distribution and, and marketing but we're not really talking a lot about that raw material the cereal the agave yeah we're talking about Wow, but we're not talking about the agriculture. We're not referencing the fact that they're monocrops, that there's pesticide abuse, that we use irrigation, that we burn sugarcane fields down in order to to harvest them and have the saffron release tons of CO two into the sky. We're not talking about all these really, really important issues that are actually the ones that are responsible for more than seventy percent of the ecological impact. Mm. And so, once we did that analysis and we looked at water use, pesticide use. biodiversity loss, so on and so forth, we actually realized that apples, apples hands down apples are the most sustainable thing to make drinks from and that led us on a journey and it led us on a journey to normandy to france to the orchards and you know again we 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 love fermented drinks um but our our vision wasn't cider our vision was very much the distilled big brother and so when we created Avalon the liquid and and you know a lot about tim's background and i'm sure many of your listeners have heard some of the earlier podcasts but but tim is very much born and bred in the hospitality industry and his passion is is it lies with bartenders and so for him mixability mm-hmm. was absolutely crucial and in order to get to mixability of an apple brandy we had to make sure that the liquid wasn't the heavy christmas cake kind of sh- sugary version of a digestif but bring it into something much lighter much fresher much cleaner and crisper and so by having a liquid which is aged two years in oak barrels but is made with nothing but apples water and time no additives no sugar no pesticides we ended up with something bright and vibrant and appley but that was floral on the nose loads of complexity but in palate again you've got something which is just it's it's a dry brandy so you add sugar with tonic you add sugar with with, with you know if you shake it up into a sour or you stir it down into an old-fashioned but we know that rule we understand sugar is something that you can add but it's not something you can take away
0: mm, nice nice so i'm super impressed about what you managed to to bring in this bottle with just apple water and time, crazy, <laughs> I'm huh? super. Yeah, it's super crazy how good it is, and, and you say you age it like two years in the in the barrels. That's
1: the minimum. So Calvados mm-hmm. is is a French AOC, an Appellation d'Origine Contrôlée, like we have in Mexico with tequila and so it means that you must be aged for two years in French oak that is the rule or the charter rule for you to be a Calvados and there's other rules you know you apples must be from the Calvados region they may not be irrigated pesticides are not allowed and um, there's up to 200 varieties of apples we actually use 40 which is already loads <laughs> so it's full of biodiversity <laughs> every single apple that went into this was pollinated by a wild bee which is amazing we use hardly any water a little bit of water to wash the apples obviously some water to bring down the distillate to 40 abv but there is only natural irrigation natural fermentation i mean honestly uh, we, we could talk about calvados for hours and we could talk about avalan for, for for more than that but it's um it's just back to really humble agriculture permaculture working with animals crops rotating you know in nature harmoniously with men and it just really shows you that there was another way of doing it that worked a little bit better <laughs> than the <laughs> industrialized versions of monocrops that we're now finding ourselves drinking in the back bars mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: so you are super friendly with our host while producing this uh, amazing uh... Godly liquid. It's very nice. It's very nice. But if the listeners want to to buy a bottle or to read about it, where they can find it, where they can order it, how they can put their hands on a bottle like this.
1: So we, we are a startup, and you'll come to find that the biggest challenge that you have as a startup drinks brand are two things. One is your route to market, so your distribution, and two, of course, is your marketing budget, your ability to build the brand before the sales take place. So those are our big challenges, which means that it, it takes a lot of time for us to seed the brand. Now, in two years' time, we've already got about 10 markets online, so we're available in Australia, in the UK, in Spain, in France. Uh, and soon to be in Canada, um, so for now it really it really has to be specific to those regions. The best thing you could probably do is go online and see if there's any e-commerce delivering uh, to a country um, that maybe doesn't currently have a distribution in place. Um, otherwise, it's that good old classic thing, Paul. You know, when people used to travel to London and buy Angostura bitters because you couldn't get them anywhere else. Um, yeah. So for yeah. now, I think we're going to have to be in bartender suitcases until we get distribution in Eastern Europe. So
0: uh, shipping. Amazon or or other shipping sites, for sure you can find them there and they will ship it. You you just send me a bottle.
1: For sure you can, but I would caveat Amazon. You know, for us wanting and striving to be the most planet positive that goes above and beyond mother nature it's also the people living and working uh, on this on this planet and actually for us doing business with like-minded companies is crucial mm. um amazon is not one there's a lot of ethics around business and we actually have a bit of a we're finding ourselves challenging the concept of profit. Um, we believe that you know you need to create margin so that you can hire teams or you know you can you can do some amazing work, build your brands, have fun, et etc, but that you should be left with a huge pot of money at the end after doing all that doesn't doesn't seem quite right and in harmony. So again, for us uh, working with like-minded people, I would strongly advise people to look for independent retailers um, versus amazon whenever possible.
0: Nice, nice, nice. So, it's not just about the apples that go inside. It's not just about the bottle that is uh, uh, keeping the liquid. It's about every single uh, the part. Yeah, 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 yeah. Every single constituency that is is uh, working to bring it in your hands from zero, from Correct.
1: ground to belly. <laughs> from blossom, from blossom to bottle. And I mean, again, Paul, I know you share this with Tim, if I'm not mistaken, but, but he has been vegan for 20 years and he does it for environmental reasons above and beyond, you know, and, and it's because he cares so much. And so even things like that, you know, building that into our company culture. If we host events, you will not find any meat. Now I'm a flexitarian and I'm very conscious of where I source the meat that I do eat, but it's just really important. We bank with a bank called Triodos, even, even the cards are made from bioplastics. But they are a sustainable bank. They do have uh, only green companies, so no non-renewable um, fossil fuel companies, for example. And um, even our POS is purposeful. It, it's it, we, we make sure that nothing ends up in landfill. The bottle is lightweight, reducing carbon footprint. Recycled apple paper labels, vegetable and vegan dyes. Absolutely no plastic on the bottle. You know all these things. Which, which are uh, micro but when you add them all up become macro and so with Avalon the proposal isn't just a, a bottle of, of eco-friendly Calvados it's an ecosystem uh, and, and the companies we work with to deliver the product you know replacing any form of, of plastic into we've got this amazing partner called Flexihex and um, again so so really thinking about all aspects of marketing, distribution production um, and that's, that's what makes the difference and and we created Avalon to lead with example so mm. we are here to inspire and ignite everyone in the hospitality industry we don't want our competitors saying ah oh, shit Avalon's really good and we need to copy Avalon we want our competitors saying Avalon's really inspiring and I gave the guys a call and I asked them some questions about how I could be better in my business and they gave me their time and I'm I'm really excited and together we can be more and we want to be the brand that helps ignite that.
0: Nice, nice, nice. So it's about the mission you are having. It's not just about the the bottle or the liquid. Exactly. It's like
1: exactly. A it's a lifestyle. That it's a philosophy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. So now, uh, as you describe it, I, I like it even more. <laughs> there you go. I know that I'm conscious when I'm drinking it that I'm not uh, I'm not uh, 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 bad yes to our planet. I'm I'm doing consciously something to help our host to host us for a longer time.
1: And you feel that way when you bite into that delicious Beyond Meat burger that's kind of like guilt-free eating. Now, I can't promise you that, but I won't give you a hangover. It's still 40% ABV, but I can promise you it won't give the planet a hangover, and that <laughs> in itself is something.
0: Planet hangover free. <laughs> Yeah, it's more important that the planet ha- didn't. The planet does not have a hangover. <laughs> <laughs> we will suffer a bit.
1: So where yeah. can the listeners- I won't lie. We have had them. We still have them.
0: Yeah, yeah, a bit. From time to time, we see the,
1: uh, the rare and rarer. Yeah, yeah.
0: Where can the the listeners find you? Find Avalon. Find your work. Find everything that uh, you are describing these amazing things.
1: I mean, the, the usual easy way is to head to our website, which is avalenspirits.com, but also on Instagram, um, at Avalanche spirits. But just like you, Paul, and where this podcast is on YouTube, if you head over to our YouTube page with um, tons of information, we host a series as well called Positively Charged. And that is very much um, full of information and nuggets of wisdom to get anyone in the hospitality industry involved in the sustainability agenda. So we're, we're kind of creating this free resource for learning. Um, so, yeah, head, head over to YouTube and, and you'll find what you need.
0: So for the listeners, if you are listening to this uh, podcast on a podcasting platform or you watch this on YouTube, just click on the description of, of this uh, episode and you'll find the, the site, you'll find the the. Uh, Instagram account the YouTube account just click and and find out more about how to live uh, like like a good guest on our host (laughs) so for more resource just click on the description and follow the links to find out more about sustainability about Avalon about Stephanie and their big mission to to make the world a better place and and get rid of the hangovers of our planet love it so, uh, now we know a bit what you are doing. I think you are doing many other projects <laughs> besides you are... Uh, do you have any other things that you are working on? Yeah, yeah, the, I stay, I'm, I'm going to slide
1: this bottle over. I have another bottle here. Um, okay. So, well, I don't know if you'll remember this, but I'm I'm half Colombian. My father is mm. from Bogota. My um, remember British. I was raised in France, but I'm currently working on another little project. So, ooh, these ooh. are... So, this is Colombian Aguardiente. Now. We're doing a big revamp, but basically I'm continuing to consult. My consultancy called Drinking Out Loud, and I work alongside um, another team of amazing people here in Amsterdam called Yellow Global. And so we have a bit of a mission to help small startup drink brands that have real purpose and um, basically take things to the next level mm-hmm. so one of my missions at the moment is mil demonios so the national colombian drink is aguardiente, aguardiente. Uh, it's a aguardiente. sugar cane distillate which is infused to botanicals the lead here is fennel coriander ginger anyway so working with these guys to see if we can get them launched here in europe so um, it's like and, a- and yeah, yeah,
0: a, a gin with one. agave? <laughs> kind of. No is wait,
1: like... So it's so it's it's so it's kinda like a Rome agricole so it's sugarcane distilled.
0: Yeah.
1: Um but sugarcane juice, so yeah. not molasses. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, it's twenty nine percent ABV, and then it's infused with um, natural essences. So the um, it's actually again it's a governmental description. To be Colombian aguardiente, you do need government approval. And the two so like gin, there's one made ingredient you must have juniper. With Colombian aguardiente, you must have aniseed or fennel. Uh-huh. Um, but it's the national drink it's it's like 80 percent of all sales of alcohol in Colombia mm. and um, and yeah and so these guys had a vision to try and premiumize it and actually they um they want to bring Colombia to the world and tell the, tr- the true story no the, the the other story everyone knows Colombia especially in the hospitality industry for a word beginning with C and unfortunately it is not coffee I wish that it was but when people hear Colombia they think of something else. And as a good Colombian, I would like to tell you there's so much more. And yes, there is Shakira. And yes, there is um, I don't know the the football players. I mean, I'll go I'll go old school like Valderrama. Um, But there's Hamers and there's some amazing other things. But Colombia is the most biodiverse country in the world per square kilometer. Uh, The people. Absolutely fantastic it is full of richness and vibrancy and it deserves uh it deserves the world to hear the other side of the story
0: nice 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 the spirit side of the story and uh, the soul the latin soul and it's yeah, not just about largos the vibe is <laughs> the vibe how you give the vibe from the bars there starts the the movement of the of the people nice exactly nice nice so where can people find this?
1: Well, for now, in Colombia. Colombia. Um, so, if you have plans Colombia. to travel in
0: Colombia, look for what's the name of the spirit? Is, is there any? Can... Mil.
1: Oh, it's called a thousand demons, mil demonios. Ah. But they are the good demons, and uh, they actually just picked up a gold medal at San Francisco. So we're doing we're doing a big revamp. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it's it's exciting to, you know. You mentioned my experience before with with world class and Tanqueray. I mean, I was at the biggest drinks company, Diageo, for ten years of my career, and to be able to now share that 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 knowledge, you know, that that global vision and understanding with smaller independent national brands um, is really really special to me. It's helping,
0: yeah, it's helping. A lot. Talking about uh, your collaboration with Diageo, can you share a bit, like in a few minutes, your your backstory in the hospitality industry? Where did yeah, you started in this amazing industry? Where did the journey started?
1: The journey, the journey didn't start with myself. It started with my uh, my humble parents. Um, both of them have worked in the wine and spirits industry. So I was very much sort of raised around this universe. My, my father was more wine side initially. Um, my mother actually worked for the predecessor of Diageo, which was a company called UDV, IDV. Um, so just was always very close to it. Um, and so when I was graduating from high school, I started to do things like the WSET Diploma. And um, so I was already kind of really interested in, in the world of wine, especially when I was 18. Um, but I went to a business school in, in Lyon, Lyon in France, which is actually the European capital for gastronomy. So if you like good food, it's a very special place to be um and during that time my my passion for wine really continued but i also came to understand that um Especially with marketing, there was something really exciting in the world of spirits. If you look at building global spirits brands, um, you know, things iconic brands like Smirnoff or Guinness, or, you know, even, even things like, at the time, Jose Cuervo, they had a reach in the four corners of the world. And no wine, no single wine brand has that, because wine is very different. And so I understood that if I did one day want to get back into wine and I have a personal passion for the Beaujolais, um, I needed I needed to learn about spirits. And so I started to orientate my career um, towards that. And so um, I, I joined Diageo really early on. I, I joined as what you call a graduate. So I came straight out of university and straight into the um, accelerated program. And I was 22 when I joined the Spanish business and uh, I did 10 years with them in total. <laughs>
0: So, you, and you had different roles in different countries. You moved a bit around.
1: Where, where do you live? I moved a lot around. <laughs> um, started off in Spain, then um, I got a really crazy opportunity. Um, If anyone knows where this island is, I promise you, comment on YouTube and I will send you a bottle of Babylon. But I got shipped off to an island called La Réunion, which is a French territory in the middle of the Indian Ocean next to Mauritius and Madagascar. Uh, Shark infested, uh, active volcano, and also the biggest per capita consumers of Johnny Walker Red Label in the world. (laughs) I live there. I lived there for a few years and um, we were launching world-class amongst other things in the five-star hotels in Mauritius and the Seychelles um, and then got the gig as Global, global Tanker BA and um, got relocated to London um, and eventually uh, found, found myself leaving the business. I- think maybe five four five years ago I'm not too sure roundabout when I last saw you Paul um, and yeah. but that's where I met Tim my, my business partner and obviously the founder of Healthy Hospo. and um, Tim's been like a big brother to me ever since so it's it's a really special memory for me having worked there and um, I'm very very grateful for my experience nice. and my time with the company for what
0: for what in life you feel most grateful what is the thing that you are most grateful for oh my family
1: without a doubt Paul
0: nice Nice, 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 nice. An extra small quick question, how would you describe this life journey in the hospitality industry? How would you distill this in just one sentence or a few words?
1: I think what's so special about hospitality is community and connection um you know i hear a lot of people say to me well how can you be sustainable alcohol isn't ethical and it's funny to me because um you know whether you believe in god or, or the big bang or both the theories at the same time um we were gifted we were gifted alcohol fermentation is the natural occurrence and the feelings you get from drinking fermented drinks and that you know that slight tipple that ability they say uh, in vino veritas in latin in wine there is truth mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um that social lubricant that we need in order to to connect and go go beyond i think is a really powerful thing and it's a spiritual thing you know alcohol has been used in spiritual rituals since since beyond the time of civilization so connection and community and i think if we were to remove alcohol completely from our society we would struggle. We would have to find alternative substances to alterate our states. Now there is-
0: Encourage the communication and the connection at at the deeper levels
1: everything with control don't get me wrong i appreciate that there's issues around excessive alcohol consumption i i am i understand that but i do think in its most uh, honest and and sincere state it's yeah connection and community
0: connection and community actually this will be the title of this episode connection and community <laughs> there we go <laughs> <laughs> nice
1: nice
0: nice good 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 uh was there was there a moment when you realized that you love this industry, or it was something gradually?
1: I mean, I think it's always been there with me. You know, having having sort of been brought up in in that atmosphere. And um, my my father is the best the best host you could ever ask for. And um, and he's actually he's the chef. You know, he's the one he's the one cooking up the storm. But my mom was always really capable of delivering on the details, you know, the, the candles, the subtle lighting, um, making making that cup of tea at the end of the meal when we've all had a little bit too much to drink and bringing us back down so that in the morning we felt good, you know. Um, so so it's always been there. So they
0: work um, together, and- like completing each other. One is doing one part, one is delivering the hosting. So yeah, and it's- they are
1: absolutely it's great you create a harmonious experience at home you know and and then you replicate that as well um as as you kind of grow up into your own house and you start to host for yourself mm. um but no i i personally adore adore hosting um and i love being hosted the issue then becomes and and again you'll understand this especially when you judge the likes of world-class you become very critical <laughs> yeah. so unless it's five-star service everything else is just shit, <laughs> and i'd rather stay at home <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah yeah the risk of the the job that you're having we we see everything <laughs> uh,
1: absolutely you really do and um yeah it's it's hard sometimes to to just disconnect and I live in a country which is not famous for service at all and that that's been a real challenge four years later still in the netherlands mm.
0: so you you felt in love with this industry at home your mother your father were the Absolutely. the perfect role model of hosting others and and engaging and entertaining them yes
1: and there was the thing i we we me and my partner continue to replicate is that you know it never ends if if you want more in our house there's always more <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I like that I like that a lot
0: nice nice so uh, we're going into the main question of this podcast podcast actually the podcast is hospitality secrets we are supposed to talk about hospitality most i'm very passionate about hospitality and i strongly mm-hmm. believe that during these hard times just the- during this crisis we need more hospitality between us to show to our fellow uh, other human beings to show them more hospitality to be more uh, more uh, caring to care more for other people so the main question of this uh of this podcast and my biggest burning question, it's for you, Stephanie Jordan, what is hospitality?
1: In Spanish, we say, mi casa es tu casa. The heart of hospitality for me is making people feel at home in whatever space you're hosting them in. It's creating that sense of safety, of comfort, um, allowing for people to let their guard down and be themselves
0: that that would be my answer nice 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 i like it so much because usually people are answering according to their culture their backstory their history and everybody is perceiving hospitality slightly different so it's like finding out what hospitality is from all around the world from different people with different perception it's absolutely amazing
1: Mm-hmm. and it's so
0: valuable to actually understand this concept this philosophy of, of hospitality after all so uh let's imagine that i'm completely new to this industry i never worked in the hospitality and i would like to start working uh, in a bar how would you explain to me what hospitality is and uh, what do i have to do to show hospitality to my guests
1: how would i explain it i think I would bring up first and foremost, it's very different to me if you are a man or a woman. The hospitality industry isn't entirely fair uh, as it currently stands. There isn't quite quite the same level of equality for some obvious reasons and some less obvious reasons. Um, so say I was talking to a young woman, I would first try and understand what, what their calling was and what they, they were really um, passionate about. Now, was it was it hosting and then the art of hosting, which is an absolutely fantastic and crucial element of the overall hospitality industry? Um, but was it more perhaps behind the scenes? You know, was it was it behind the bar? Was that were they passionate about ingredients? And then did they have that, you know, complete and utter obsession with making drinks? And uh, they're sort of two very different things, you know, and it could be the same for a chef. And I think just sort of understanding and helping someone uh, connect with their true selves before they start going down the obvious paths would be my starting point.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And for a young boy?
1: The same. Same. Absolute same. Don't, don't just follow the the trodden path it's important that you make tracks that matter that matter to the planet but that matter to yourself um and you know I think a lot of people have to get through their 20s to really connect to their callings and their purposes and then they eventually potentially perhaps find the courage and strength to reorientate themselves into what makes them truly happy if we could um connect faster and sooner with that and help people unlock um from the beginning I think we'd we'd find a much more harmonious industry
0: Wow! so deep <laughs> so deep wow 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 cool cool uh, what's the difference between offering a service and offering of hospitality is there any difference how do you see it i feel
1: like a service a service is transactional um, which is which is fine which is fantastic you know it's an exchange usually monetary I think hospitality is is the sense of going above and beyond. It's it's bringing you your essence, your person into a situation which, on paper, you're not paid to do. It's not in your role profile. No one says you must, on top of earning your you know hourly wage, bring bring your magic. Um, but I'd say it's that it's bringing all of yourself.
0: Magic, like the magic stick on top of the services. Guest or customer. Which one? <laughs>
1: What's the question. Who would I rather be? <laughs> uh,
0: what? Uh, how do you perceive so the, the people? Yeah, yeah. Because it's the eternal uh, uh, debate uh, on on half of the half. A few. A part of the people are saying customers. A part of the people are, are perceiving the, the buyers. buyer. a customer.
1: A customer. A customer is a transactional experience. If you want to give service, you will receive customers. If you want to give hospitality, you will receive guests. Boom. <laughs> but it's yin and yang. You know, I would say the education goes both ways. Um, a customer needs to understand the difference between being a customer and expecting service and being a guest and expecting hospitality. So if, if I'm sitting there as a customer demanding service, um, that's what I'll get. I won't get hosted.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nice. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> mm. What isn't hospitality?
1: It isn't being unprofessional. Hmm.
0: You need to be professional. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Well said. Well said. Ooh ooh ooh! How much I like it. <laughs> this is fun, <laughs> like a game, of like... yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I tried to do it like a bit more. Uh, gaming uh, way of uh, how can I'm just scared
1: you're gonna go uh-uh, wrong. Okay.
0: <laughs> there is no ah! wrong answer there is no wrong wrong
1: answer here. out exit
0: red it's everything everything on point on track it's like musing for my ears <laughs> how can we engage our guests while offering them hospitality how can we engage them, capture them in the the stage that we want to put on?
1: The um, people talk about this a lot with um, activism, um, um. so people that that are marching with Mac Lives, Black Lives Matter or Extinction Rebellion. The most important thing is to connect through the eyes, so that we remind each other that we are humans and that we are people. Um, and I think the 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 ability to to look into somebody's eyes and create that instant humanization, it takes you away from that customer service exchange and it takes you straight back into into the human element.
0: Instant humanization <laughs> humanization humanization It's harder for me to pronounce but i love this term a lot because yeah we need to see people as human beings we, we don't uh, at some point i have a i had an, an owner of the bar where i was working he said that he he's seeing every single person who's enter, entering his business he's seeing it as a as a bill as a dollar bill mm-hmm. so if you see people as money as things you treat them as things and you just want to take them their money and they are not human in your perception hum- humanization I will
1: learn humanization. this <laughs> it's, which is a crazy concept like very clearly we are all humans but somehow yeah. society the, the speed at which we live and the capitalistic culture in which we live it, it leads us to not see each other as such you know and um, we give each other different different labels, like customer (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: and we put price tags on everything humanization I will learn this word
1: <laughs> I may have made it up Paul don't forget like I am a native English speaker sometimes I make things up but I'm pretty sure you can say it it's perfect humanization if,
0: uh, I, I will borrow it if if it's okay with you because I absolutely love it I, you. thank you thank you I appreciate I love the power of it <laughs> like with one word how much it's it expressing and how important is this for the concept of hospitality because it's crucial to treat people like human beings and to care for other human beings.
1: Yeah. And I'm thinking, I think above and beyond, I know you have a question on a personal experience, but, you know, you go about your day and maybe maybe your partner's busy and he's not really seeing you and you got on the tram and maybe the guy, the driver didn't say hi and, you know, all these things add up and then you suddenly walk into an amazing bar and just someone looking up and seeing you. Hi, how are you? Into your eyes, oh my God, that's your work. Melting. A fifteen yeah, euro cocktail.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're not paying the cocktail. You're you're paying for the feeling, feeling welcome. It's
1: being seen. Yeah, 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 Mm-mm.
0: yeah. This Mm-mm. is hospitality, actually. It's it's very vague, but it's, it's like a wor- something warm inside. <laughs>
1: It's, it's an acknowledgement that you exist, I think, which is mm. crazy that we... And that's why, I mean, again, that's why bars are so, so crucial to our wellness.
0: Yeah, yeah, they are. They are crucial. And talking about bars or restaurants, I know you travelled a lot and a lot. I mean, I know that you travelled really much. In all the yeah. travelings, which is the most memorable hospitality experience you ever felt, but from the guest side of, of the view? And why is it so memorable for you? Which is like top of mind?
1: I read your question and I had an instant memory come to me and then I thought oh, that's maybe not the right example because it's a bit abstract but I want to use it because it was that powerful. Um, I wasn't actually the guest. My my little sister was and I said family was very important to me so imagine this. Um, My sister turns 21. She's a student. I've not seen her for a year because I'm living on a Tropical island in the middle of nowhere. And she says, I want to go for drinks in London to celebrate my birthday. Where do you think I should go? I'm like, number one bar in the world at the moment is the artisan. You got to go see Simone and Alex. And she's like, What? Well, wow, this is so expensive. The Langham. I said, Don't worry, go, I'll sort it. I write to Simone from the other side of the world and I said, Hi, it's my little sister's birthday. Could you help? Could you reserve a table for her, please? Could, um, could I put a hundred euro on my credit card and um, could you just make sure she has a lovely time? Simone, no problem, leave her with me. I cannot tell you the experience she had. She was in absolute tears. She arrived. First of all, the woman at the reception was like, who are you? You have a reservation, what? I mean, she's a young woman, right? Eventually she said, I don't know. I think um, Simone and this woman changed entirely. She was like, oh, but of course. But anyway, she ends up having champagne. She had, you know, the crazy cocktail that was in the crocodile mouth. And at the end of it, you know, the bill saying, love from your sister, have a great birthday. And everyone was looking at her in the restaurant and she was texting me going, this is insane. I'm in the best bar in the world. I can't believe it. And I'm a VIP and uh anyway at the end of that i was like thank you so much that was incredible and um on top of which he then gifted me the bill and said don't worry about it Mm. and it was it was magical to me because he allowed me to give something to my sister that i wasn't able to do in person
0: wow Wow, wow.
1: That, I don't yeah. speak to Simone very often, so if at all he listens to this, I would like to say thank you again, because that was wow. a very special moment.
0: Wow. It wasn't an accident why they were the best bar in the world when they were working no, there. It was because not. Because they were going above and beyond every single time, every single situation. So that's the most memorable. And that's top of mind. It's like, this is magic. <laughs> this is magic.
1: It was... Um, it was yeah it's an important memory for me because it 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 showed me how powerful our industry could be Mm,
0: like community and connection so if you manage to yeah to to connect with people and be a community it's like you you can do magics
1: can you imagine it's it's very special
0: we can even save our planet
1: (laughs) hey that'd
0: be a good thing
1: i mean The plan of conversation is very simple. If we don't, honestly, we just aren't here anymore. So it's it's kind of like we got to do it.
0: At least (laughs) we got to do something. We can. We got to do
1: a lot. We got to do a lot.
0: Yeah. But if we don't do something in a while, years, a few years, we will not be anymore. I mean, continuing in the same rhythm, there are actually statistics already that, we are forced to we put too many garbage under the carpet now the carpet it's way too high yeah. I
1: think then it's a nice one thinking back to community and connection I think the hospitality industry has a huge role in responsibility because mm. we have that ability to connect and um, we have an ability to influence and you know influence through the choices we make in terms of what brands what drinks we, we, we stock and serve in terms of the ingredients that we source in terms of how we manage you know waste within our own venues but then actually how we communicate that to our to our guests is um is really crucial
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah yeah nice it's about about the host and talking about the host i would like to ask you which are your top three or five strategies for being an absolutely amazing host
1: so i think the first and foremost is is of course that that first contact that eye contact the humanization Mm -hmm. um and this would be the same right if if you're hosting at home or or hosting in a bar a restaurant i think um this this is a small detail but for me it's that first sort of glass of water that refreshment that that sort of giving the sense that someone's landed in yoga people talk about being on your mat mm. uh, but it takes a moment to kind of you know come in from the outside world and shake off the sweat or, or, or warm yourself up then sort of just finally land and rearrange your your face or whatever and I think that kind of moment of helping someone land as, as fast as and as kind of nicely as possible is really really nice it might be at your house where it's like can I take your jacket you Trying to take your shoes off you trying to keep your shoes on at that, that moment. moment
0: wow I like it so much I like it so much Landing. um
1: and then and then for me I'm really funny about lights <laughs> <laughs> I have lighting lighting like light, I like lighting too at home. I have lots of yeah. lights <laughs> yeah. Lighting, lighting sets the mood, um, so that's my other, my other one. Mm-hmm. La- lighting.
0: Nice. Dimmers nice. are your
1: friends.
0: Nice, Candles nice, are your nice. friends. Nice, nice, nice. So, uh, welcoming, humanization, landing. Humanization. Well, landing. I will, I will landing. borrow and lighting. This too. I will borrow this too. <laughs> landing, it's, it, yeah, because it's that moment when you need to, to acknowledge them, talk with them make them feel confident welcome and to offboard the real world the problems the the stress and on board on our world in the like in the
1: You know that moment where someone's like, oh, um, hello, welcome, yeah, and they're like, well, um, yes, table for two, and they're like, oh, okay, and they take you off to a table, and you kind of get to that table, and you haven't quite had a moment to realise, taking your space, and you're like, shit, I hate this table, I don't want this table at all, (laughs) and then you're like, ah, and you kind of have to get the host back over and be like, I'm so sorry, I I don't want to sit here, can I sit somewhere else, and like, that's landing for me, (laughs) I have to find, like, the table work it out get a sense and be like oh yeah no i'm good i'm good
0: yeah always when i'm going somewhere on a terrace on something first i'm i'm noticing i'm observing the place to find my place in that place to land actually in that place yeah Because exactly. every table and sometimes when
1: you everybody- land wrong or like you follow a friend and they're like oh let's just sit here and then you sit down you're like, Ooh. No, this yes, is yeah. not. This is not where I need to be.
0: It happens a few times when I when I met with somebody, even with my wife, went somewhere and and I said, okay, we, we have to go. I, I don't want to stay here. Let's go somewhere else because they had no other free tables. Let's go somewhere it's else. have a walk it's in the, the smallest, park or something. The
1: smallest of things. But some people they don't mind. They don't they don't see it, right? Yeah. Oh, no, no. maybe they, I they feel, feel it in an
0: unconscious way somehow they, they feel it but i would
1: assume you must you must and i think that's a big thing for venues never have a bad table make yeah. sure every table has oh, like yeah. super good vibes
0: yeah at least something the worst. nice
1: yeah something unique you know right maybe this one hasn't got the outside view but this one has like the amazing artwork like but don't stick anyone behind the service station don't stick anyone by the loo just don't do it don't put people in the middle like
0: just to to make a few a few bucks (laughs) extra yeah it ruins it ruins it yeah you 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 ruin the experience like you're offering the service you're offering the same service but the hospitality is suffering The, the cherry on top above and beyond
1: That cherry on top, by the way, is usually
0: called a tip. Exactly. If you offer hospitality and above and beyond, you'll get it. Might be a cherry. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you might be a cherry. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, What is your uh, secret sauce being at Hospitality Secrets? It has to be something about secret. And the question is, what's your secret sauce for being successful in the hospitality industry?
1: I suppose for me, my my success, if I, I am to believe that I am successful, um, I do really think it's my multi-layered culture upbringing that allows me to understand what it's like to be a foreigner, to also understand what it's like to be a local and, and ultimately to sit above all of that and to just be a person. Um, and it is, it's back to that word, it's the humanization. Your interactions with me at a professional level will always be incredibly human. And I think that that makes a difference for many of my, my clients now.
0: And it made a difference for me. I always had you in top of my mind when I wanted to, to invite people in the in the podcast, because the connection was so human. It was the humanization thing that it sticks. And it, it creates a deeper connection, not just the superficial connection where we are talking about weather and uh, now we have a new subject, coronavirus. <laughs> those yeah. uh, superficial uh, on top, just scratching the surface of the connection.
1: Yeah, and I think I remember, I mean, I obviously remember when we met, but I remember spending a lot of time with your wife when I was visiting. And, um, you know, for me, those moments are, are just as important because... I could spend all my time talking to you. Theoretically, you were you are the world-class representative, but the person you cared the most about was by your side. And that person needed to feel good as well about being in the company of everybody. And so for me, it was more important to spend time with her than with you
0: hosting amazing hosting at its best and i i feel this when i'm going with my son now i'm taking him uh, at the meetings and yeah. it melts my heart when i see somebody like playing with him caring about him because that's true genuine hospitality it's not just about caring the 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 vip the person you want to impress it's about like creating the the safe environment for for all those the people who who cares about the, the the other people so it's amazing yeah
1: absolutely and that's that that's exactly what Simone did back to my experience you know he cared for my sister and that was more important than caring for me because she's what I care about the most you know and if we can find that additional layer that's that's more than a cherry that's magic
0: Wow, wow. Yeah, yeah. Now now you round it up. Yeah, yeah, with the with the most memorable. Yeah, because usually, we are most impressed, it's more most memorable for us, when we can do something meaningful for others. And we see yes. joy on their face. And we know that we are a, a reason for others to be happy. Our loved ones is like pure magic. Absolutely hospitality at its best yeah that's why it's art of hospitality it. it's the art of hosting yeah yeah mm-hmm. unfortunately almost one hour it's gone <laughs> time what we were talking before uh, going in time flies when you're having fun when you talk about things you are uh, you you like uh time flies uh i would like to to ask like before going to the last question, maybe just one more uh, uh, extra question, if you are okay, and then we go to the last question. Uh, a
1: penultimate question, the question before the last. Penultimate, penultimate question. question. Yeah,
0: let me choose it right. I have hundreds of questions. I'm I'm actually like thousands, I'm googling thousands of questions. Googling questions. I have everything here, and then according to the discussion, I try to pick the perfect questions. Um, is there something that you've dreamed of doing for a long time? What was your dream? What you dreamed dream, was dreaming about doing or achieving.
1: I, to be perfectly honest, I think I'm doing it. Um, I, it's hard to it's hard to, to to acknowledge that I'm doing it, but I am. You know, I'm working for myself. My time is the time I choose to give to projects that matter to me now yes there is an exchange which is financial and monetary but I've also I've also learned that there's so much more than just an exchange of money you know walking away from a really good corporate job with a really good monthly salary to become independent and to not have financial security is a really really difficult experience but I feel like every day I'm becoming more and more of myself, and uh, I'm not done yet. And that's 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 for me. That's currently what my success feels like.
0: And I think this is the definition of success. And if you want to achieve this, you just shared uh, your secret sauce on achieving this because this is success is different for every person. But if you manage to work for yourself, to do what you like, to to spend the time you as as you wanted to spend it. I mean, this is success, and on the road of uh, on on doing this, you you did something absolutely amazing. It's more than a liquid and a bottle; it's like a, a mission for the humanity to look up to the to the ultimate host, the Mother Nature.
1: Mother Nature, you know, here, here is hoping if we are able to to build this and grow this the way that we want and positively impact the industry. You know, Tim and I will be able to to know that we've left a legacy um, that that has done good. You know, I'm I'm not a mother yet. I might be. Who knows? You know, you, you are a father and we can't leave things as we've found them. And I think, you know, if 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 I had a kid and they were ten and looked at me and said, Well, what have you done to sort yeah. this shit out? I'd like to have a positive answer to say, Well, sweetheart, I didn't just make it worse. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I I was there to 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 give you a planet to enjoy it as much as I enjoyed my my ears
1: Yes, as well and you know all of all of that that goes with it you know to enjoy to enjoy a world which is which is safe, which is fair, which is just. Um, there's many, many things that we need to be addressing. Um, but I think if we are all able to take on at least one of the small missions you know collectively we can we can be the change and um, I would challenge absolutely everyone listening to this podcast to think about what what theirs their contribution will be mm. and and never think that you that giving is um, a selfless act you receive so so much when you give.
0: Wow, be the, be the change that you that you want to see in the world. And as you, you mentioned this, I'm, I'm thinking if I should ask the last question or should I let it here, <laughs>
1: you, you, you round it up so well. Because you, you can cut it. Just, just edit it. I be mean, like it ended there. If I say something really <laughs> you shit. You put now. it
0: so well because the last question, it's about the, the number one takeaway that you really want the listeners to remember from this episode. What's the one thing that you really want to stick with the listeners?
1: That every every one of our actions matter, however small you think they are. Every single decision you make is a choice, and you can choose you can choose for good or you can choose for bad. So my inspiration is choose choose to be positive in all that you do. Ooh, fire,
0: Stephanie Jordan, and hospitality secrets,
1: boom, boom, boom.
0: Thank you very much, Stephanie. It was amazing. <laughs> this was fun it was fun no thank you.
1: It. thank you you made you much. made a, a standard tuesday feel a little bit more joyous it's really nice to see you again Paul.
0: my mission until is we
1: we may hit hit the road purposefully and meaningfully again Thank you, thank for your you time. very much.
0: Thank you very much for being part of this podcast. For the listeners, thank you for uh, for enjoying and for uh, staying and listening to us while we were chatting about hospitality. I hope it was useful for you, at least as much it was useful for me, and I learned a lot. And I thank you very much, Stephanie, for uh, for the words that I'm learning: uh, humanization, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and landing, yeah, yeah landing. and They're landing.
0: Landed. For me, this was the most memorable takeaways that I will take i hope you have something you 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 took from this episode and will make your life in the hospitality industry better and on this planet better so that's it for today see you next week thank you very much for being a part of this podcast cheers